Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Refreshing morning, Jumbo Africa, across the African continent, see Jumbo. In Ethiopia, uh, African leaders resisting, saying that they will resist all forms of instrument, instrumentalization and they will not allow South Africa to become a geostrategic battleground. Our president talking about this as well. We'll stay non-aligned. Stephen, that is quite true, but those words came from Musa Faki Muhammad, the chairperson of the African Union, yesterday in Addis Ababa uh, as they were uh, celebrating and reflecting on the occasion of the 60th anniversary of the Organization of African Unity, subsequently now known as the African Union. Stephen, remember, as you said, in Beyond Being Non-Aligned, the Prime Minister of Ethiopia, Abiy Ahmed, as the host, also took the podium and shared his thoughts on the challenges of the continent, uh, lamenting on the poor leadership, corruption, poverty, war, and the external influences uh, in the African continent. The chairperson of the AU uh, from Comoros, Azali Usman, also talking about peace, security, democracy, development as a threat to the African continent, and also touching on the conflict in Sudan as a priority that should be looked into. Stephen, remember yesterday, as it was Africa uh, Liberation Day celebration, many African countries celebrated it. It is lamenting and sad, Stephen, out of 54 countries, only 12 countries have set it aside as a public holiday. So it means we are still lagging behind since decades ago, and we are still not putting this day as a serious reflection of what is really happening in the continent. We are also marking 10 years of the Agenda 2063 that was uh, formed or launched in 2013. So there's a lot of challenges that are facing the African continent. And then the Thabo Mbeki Africa Day annual lecture to be held tomorrow. Stephen, this is in Guinea-Conakry, and I don't know whether our listeners know, Guinea-Conakry was the home of exile of Memira Makeba and where his daughter uh, passed on, Bongi Makeba. The lecture, Stephen, will be for the first time outside South Africa. We know for the past 12 years, Stephen, the lecture has been held in uh, different universities, different spaces, but this time it's going to Guinea-Conakry under the theme, Pan-African Imperatives, Society, Knowledge, and Institution. And this will be... Uh, de- delivered by the Guinean political scientist, Professor Siba uh, Grovugui, who is a a professor of international relations uh, on theory and African political thought. So this is an interesting moment, Stephen, as he will be looking also at the issues of the continent, fragility, the West Africa crisis of the uh, military coups that have been going on in the Sahel, but also the issues of economic development. Remember the theme of this of the AU is also around Africa continental free trade. So we hope tomorrow in Guinea-Conakry there will be some a battle of ideas around where Africa is heading. And then in uh, and then it's an amazing story really. Someone wanted for their involvement in the Rwandan genocide on the run for 22 years arrested in Paul. Kayashima Stephen uh, Fulgens has been wanted for almost, you can say 29 years, but he was on the run for 22 years. And there was a special tribunal that was set up, if you recall, by United Nations, where I am here in Arusha, uh, where there was a Rwanda tribunal being set up as one of the mechanisms. Now, this uh, Fulgens Kayashima was arrested in the small town, in a winding area, Stephen, in Cape Town yesterday by the police. And this has been an effort that the Rwanda has been looking for him and the role of the Interpol. So one looks at that this person has been accused for killing more than 200,000 ethnic Tutsi 
refugees, men and women and children at the Catholic Church during uh, that genocide that we've been talking about in April at some point, the 29 years of the Rwanda genocide. So, Stephen, it shows that uh, the law can still respond to the victims and survivors of genocide in Kigali, Rwanda. And then Ukraine wants to have a summit in Africa. Stephen, interestingly, the foreign minister Kuleba was saying that yesterday as part of Africa Day celebration, saying that they will want to open more uh, embassies, stage a summit also. And I don't know whether is it a counter towards what we know that the Russia-Africa summit is coming in St. Petersburg between July 26 and 29 this year. But he also further says, Stephen, they want to deal with three principles. They want to have a mutual respect, mutual interest, mutual benefits when they engage with the African uh, countries. So one looks at that Ukraine, it might be changing, moving from NATO, now going to the African continent. These are interesting times on global politics. And then you're taking us back to the 26th of May, 1994. Stephen, I'm taking you 29 years when the former president and the late president, Khalifa Nelson Mandela, announces his intentions to promote national unity and social cohesion. Uh, Stephen, he was saying this because you'll remember that it was during the fragile period just after the elections that how do you build this nation building reconciliation amongst political parties, amongst the African communities in South Africa. It's still a long journey, Stephen, to go if one thinks of social cohesion, nation building in the midst of cholera, in the midst of load shedding, in the midst of corruption in the country. But this was the intention of the founding father of the South African Democratic State. Asante Sana, Stephen, as we are still coming live and direct from Arusha. Very cloudy, very beautiful space. Stephen Asante Sana. Sipo Mantula, thank you. Have a safe trip home. 18 minutes now to, to 7.